Ronin. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? This is the Juice in the Morning podcast. I'm your host, Justin Juice Kelly. I've decided that I'm going to start doing a couple of uh, new things for the Juice in the Morning podcast since I am helping as producer at the Highly Inappropriate podcast. Um, For Juice in the Morning, it's going to be just a movie review podcast, at least for the uh, foreseeable future, unless I want to jump on here and do something a little bit different. To start with, the first movie that we have on the plate, um, the reason I did this, and I actually announced it on Facebook, and um, let me look here real quick. I announced it on Facebook, and I announced it on the Boss Hog of Liberty podcast, as well as the Highly Inappropriate podcast. I'm going to, Netflix came out uh, recently and said that they are going to be releasing um, 70-something movies in 2021. They said for... 2021 they're going to release a movie a week at least um at the very least they're going to release a movie once a week for the entire year um i'm I'm getting started a little bit late because it is january 16th and the most recent movie so i'm just starting with the most recent movie which i was actually pretty pumped about and uh was excited to watch um the movie is outside the wire um the critics' consensus is it's a serviceable sci-fi diversion. Outside the wire packs enough action to keep viewers watching, even if they aren't likely to remember much later. So, I will say, um, you know, off the top of my head, first impressions, I enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. Um, it was something that I thought it was just fine, though. I didn't think it was fantastic. I didn't think it was terrible. Um, but we're going to jump into the tomato meter. The tomato meter is... Uh, RottenTomatoes.com. I think they can be a little biased occasionally, um, but they gave it a 34% on their tomato meter and on their audience score got 37. So the critics and the audience are kind of pretty close on their their thoughts on this. Um, I'm going to read a couple of comments from some of the people. This film really wants to be smart, but it's just a lot of death and destruction. That's Amy Nicholson from Film Week. Um, KPCC, NPR, Los Angeles. Um, there's somebody. I'm going to read a comment from somebody who enjoyed it. Outside the Wire is an is an efficient, fast-paced roller coaster ride that's smart and buoyed by a razor-sharp screenplay and two magnetic performances. So let's get into the performances. Anthony Mackie is the lead, um, as he is played as his character is Harp. Um, Anthony Mackie, in the near future, a drone pilot sent into a war zone, finds himself paired up with a top secret android officer on a mission to stop a nuclear attack. So, <clears throat> Anthony Mackie is the android. Damson Idris is Leo. He is um, the drone pilot character. I would say, like I said, Anthony Mackie steals the screen just because he is a great actor. He's funny, he's relatable. Um, He's just cool, and he did, he did a fantastic job in the action sequences. And I would say the action and the the close quarters combat and things like that, very, very entertaining. But the special effects left a little bit to the imagination. Um, they weren't the best. They The bullets striking things just didn't look quite right. Um, a, lot of this, like a lot of the green screen stuff just didn't look like i don't know it just almost looked like they did they they spent a lot of budget on other things than their their special effects um the the robot soldiers are pretty cool in the movie um but like i said the special effects just kind of kind of they they kind of threw me a little bit um and another thing about this movie is there there's some things that i think um 
or not some things, something that I specifically think that's very important during watching a film or a television show or something like that is how often am I getting distracted by like, you know, picking up my phone and checking, you know, Facebook or playing my Marvel game on my phone or, you know, texting somebody or following up on emails and things like that. And with this movie, I caught myself a couple of different times picking up the phone, not really paying attention because it was just kind of like either in a slow point or, but, um, but like I said, it was, it was solid. Um, I get a lot of feelings of training day when I was watching it training day with, uh, Jake Hoyt and, uh, Denzel Washington's character. Um, it just wasn't as good. I couldn't really get on the side of the Leo character because I couldn't really tell what direction he was trying to go. Was he trying to be a badass? Was he terrified of being in the war zone? Um, you know, what made him flip his switch to where he was like, you know, where he was towards the end of the film? Like, I don't know. I just didn't I didn't appreciate his performance nearly as much as I appreciated Anthony Mackie. So that also might be just because of the fact that um, Anthony Mackie's Anthony Mackie. So, um, you know, those those two scores are the scores from the Rotten Tomatoes. There's a 5.3 out of 10 on IMDb. Um, Common Sense Media has a, given it three out of five, and 64% of Google users like this movie. So, I would say it was once again solid. But if I was to give it a score, five out of ten, um, you know, I think five out of ten is it. I think I mean. You know, from us on my scale, zero to ten. I apologize. I'm a little bit. Uh, I did this. I did this podcast already, and it didn't record for some reason because I was using the Anchor app to record it. So I had to switch to Adobe Audition. So I'm like kind of like putting my own brain in a pretzel. But um, no, my my scale is zero to ten. So I'm gonna give it a five out of ten, and I'll explain my scale. Zero would be don't watch this fucking movie. Don't waste your time watching this movie. And then you get to five. Five is like, you know, this is watchable, but maybe put this on the back burner if you have something else you want to get into. Um, and then a 10 is just a 10 out of 10. You, you've got to see it. So the other thing I do want to share is like, you know, even if I give a, a, a bad score to something, doesn't mean you should completely avoid the movie. There's plenty of movies that people tell me they hate that I, I loved and I enjoyed, you know, from start to finish. So I'm not ever going to ask you guys to use this as something to... Um, to hate on a movie. Uh, I, I think you should always use somebody's opinion on a film or opinion on a TV show or something like that. Um, with, take it with a grain of salt. So really the reason I'm doing this movie review is um, A, to keep the Juice in the Morning uh, podcast alive and keep going. Um, B, is to keep, give myself uh, or give the audience and listeners and viewers um, maybe a chance. So like maybe put this one on the back burner, you know, maybe hold off on, you know, spending your hour and 55 minutes watching this film. Um, it's good. It's solid. It's entertaining, but you know, there might be other good stuff out there. So, um, you know, but see it if you want, because it was a fun one and I, I did enjoy it. Um, so a couple other things that we're watching, um, we did watch WandaVision. Um, this will be kind of a bonus for the movie podcast because there's just so much shit out right now that I, I feel like I have to talk about it. Um, WandaVision, uh, for a fan like myself, I was really into it. I enjoyed it. I was paying attention the entire time, um, wanting to catch a little stuff here and there that, you know, 
might make sense or might be tied into other films and parts of the franchise. <clears throat> but I could see for somebody that might be a casual comic book fan or a casual Marvel movie fan, it might be tough to get through those first two episodes. Because those first two episodes um, that Disney released, um, they were set in kind of like a, you know, um, I want to say like 60s, 70s, whatever kind of era sitcom in black and white. So that might even be earlier than that, like 40s and 50s. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not good with history. But um, no, it was a it was a good show. Uh, I think you got to stick with it because I bet it gets really, really good. Um, Wanda and Vision do a great job. I love those characters. Um, I, I have some theories already. But um, we'll leave that we'll leave that to uh, to you guys because I don't want to ruin anything. Um, but yeah, it's got a 7.7 out of 10 on IMDb, 97% on Rotten Tomatoes, 88% of Google re- users watched it or liked the show. Uh, the budget was 150 million dollars, um, and it's a television miniseries created by Jack Schaefer for Disney Plus. So. Definitely watch WandaVision. Stick it out because it probably is going to be really, really good. Another show that the wife and I are watching, and this will be another part of another segment of this uh, this podcast series that I'm doing about film and television. I'm going to give you guys something to watch with the significant other. <clears throat> we started watching His Dark Materials last year when I, th- I think it was last year or maybe two years ago when they made the first season um it's a great show uh, it's got some interesting uh, religious and political overtones but it's also kind of you know centered around a child so it's it's really good the characters all all the characters in the world have <clears throat> what you would call demons and i know demon in you know english is kind of like a an evil term but for demons and them, it's spelled. I remember reading the books. It's actually spelled D A E M O N. So it's like more. I always pronounced it Damon when I was reading the books. But um, every human has a demon from the their birth, and it's like an, it's an animal. <clears throat> and kids, demons can change shapes based on you know how they feel, their mood, what they're you know what's going on. And the demon is kind of like really connected to the human. And um, the the demon doesn't take actual its shape until I think adulthood or the human finds out who they really are, kind of thing. Um, it's very cool. It's almost like uh, you know, if you were walking around, you could see like, oh, that guy's a fucking he's a snake. He's a he's a dishonest person. And lo and behold, his demon's a snake, so he probably is pretty pretty shady. Um, but it's a good show. It's a good one to watch with your significant other. Um, it is the first season is bingeable. The second season is releasing, I think, uh, you know, every week. But I think there's already most of the season out. So by the time Jen and I finish it, the whole season will probably be bingeable. So it's definitely a show to check out. So just before we get out of here, my score for Outside the Wire, 5 out of 10. It was solid, but it wasn't anything great. It wasn't terrible. Um, watch WandaVision. And for your couple's night and a show that you might want to enjoy with a uh, significant other HBO Max's His Dark Materials. Thanks, guys. Uh, I look forward to doing this. 
and I look forward to seeing how this year goes with all of the gosh darn media that we're going to consume. It's going to be crazy. And hopefully you're going to consume this and uh, help me keep growing the podcast. And uh, don't forget, I am the producer for the Highly Inappropriate Podcast. And uh, I was also a guest on the Boss Hog of Liberty Podcast last week. Listen to both of those. Pay attention. Share. Interact with us. And uh, you'll probably hear this on that podcast as well. So peace out, guys. And we'll see you next week.